guys welcome back to another episode of the divi crypto podcast i am your co-host steve here and today i am joined with robert matarazzi the ceo of luca how's it going today robert doing great thanks for having me steve yeah i'm excited to dive into uh, luca i'm always eager to learn more about this side of crypto i think that it's a a very underrepresented side uh, when you're talking about working with very large partners and before we get into it, let's talk a little bit about your origin story. How did you, you know, join on Luca and what did your experience, what was it like getting into crypto? Yeah, so I've, uh, I, I was at PwC at PricewaterhouseCoopers as a management consultant before Luca, had been working very heavily in technology risk transformations and a lot of the a lot of the stuff that the banks had to do following the financial crisis to, to prevent more systemic risk in, in the U.S. And uh, um, worked in incident response with a lot of different data companies as well. And then I was introduced to Luca um, and I didn't know much about crypto, honestly, at, at the time. And they were the way it was described to me originally. And this was around 2018 um, is that Luca was building institutional solutions for fund administrators um, catering to crypto. And, you know, at the time, honestly, my response was, I don't, I don't, I don't really know much about fund admin or crypto. Um, but at the same time, they were, they had realized that there is a demand for the same uh, solutions or similar solutions to serve these big OTC desks, some of the crypto exchanges and just any other business really that had crypto asset transaction data. And so I started researching, you know, it shocked me at how, um, how this ecosystem was, was working around the world and how people were exchanging assets for one another in this global marketplace and fractional quantities. And, uh, and so that was really appealing to me. I'd done a lot of work in, in lending and, and whatnot. And the, the prospect of real estate being tokenized was, was definitely one of the big topics that I, you know, spoke about and researched. And, uh, and so, um, you know, after, after many more conversations, I ended up joining Luca in a, in a sales position, um, institutional sales, and, uh, you know, helped to close a number of, of really big names at the time. So, you know, names like, like Circle um, and, and Kraken and, and some others, Tagomi, who are, who are all customers that we had launched uh, many years ago. And, um, and really that was the foundation for diving into a lot of the problems that those businesses had with their underlying data when trying to do very normal things like, you know, create journal entries or calculate gain loss based on their crypto, um, generate, you know, pass audits and, and things like that. And so, you know, we fast forward, um, I, I worked in several other roles prior to, uh, prior to being asked to be CEO a year ago at Luca. And, uh, and help to create a lot of the different teams that, that we now have in place that are servicing a lot of those, those really big institutions. And, uh, and I'm very excited to now have, you know, several iterations later, you know, very refined both software and data products um, to help a lot of these big companies as they focus on their businesses. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so, so interesting how, uh, you know, institutions are getting involved and they need someone who's on the other side that understands where they're coming from 
So it's cool that you kind of started in that sales role and you could speak the speak, you could, you could onboard them and, and walk them through the process of what it was like uh, to, to get started in crypto. So that's really unique. I think in terms of the institutions, this is like this sort of white buffalo in, in crypto where everybody's very interested in, in what types of institutions are getting involved. So could you give us like a, a high level of, you know, what Luca is doing for these institutions? And then what are some examples of, of who you guys are working with? Sure. So really the, the way at a, at a very high level that I summarize uh, what, what Luca does for, for our customers is we take uh, crypto data and we turn it into the usable information that they require. And we do that um, a number of different ways. We do it with our own data products that we've built that are proprietary. We have Luca reference data, um, which sorts out all the messy ticker symbols and date timestamp formats and, and a lot more out of the crypto ecosystem. Um, it also captures things like uh, what we would traditionally call corporate actions. So for crypto, an example would be when a fork happens and then how all of the respective exchanges might, might treat that fork because they usually do it on their own timelines. Um, and in uh, really any other actions, even things as simple as um, changing their ticker symbol to represent Bitcoin, right? That would be an example of an action that we would, that we would document and then, uh, and then provide to customers as a product. Um, that reference data is really at the center of every other product that we, that we offer. Um, so our pricing data, Luca Prime, which is a fair market value focused uh, pricing and valuation data product, um, benefits from reference data before we start getting to valuations. Our software would not work uh, well without reference data or any pricing data integrated into it. Um, and, uh, and so we combine you know, our customers' transaction data with our own data products, sometimes third-party data products too on a case-by-case -case if needed. And, uh, and then from there, we can, we can sort out portfolios within our software um, with institutional quality. And that's really, you know, one of our biggest differentiators. And we've been, that was the reason why I personally joined Luca is because I saw that they were building stuff to using um, very mature standards like AICPA service organization controls or company controls. And uh, um, we knew that whenever the mainstream finance or mainstream industries started adopting crypto in a more serious way, that it would be very, very important to have those standards in place. And so it's been very exciting seeing that happen, particularly this calendar year, um, you know, as, as it seems everybody's rushing to, to figure out crypto and add it into their, into their business units. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it is a very exciting time to watch a lot of these legacy players, we could call them, um, coming, in, coming into the space. And in terms of the status of where you guys are at, I think, you know, on this show, had all, all walks of, of people coming on, people that are literally in the brand new 10 user phase all the way to, you know, the millions of users phase. So what, what status are you guys at? And uh, yeah, so Luca was founded in 2014 um, by my, my predecessor. Um, it started off as a retail tax calculator um, and we've, we've you know, evolved um, a ton since then. Really a, a big milestone is around 2017. Um, this was right before I joined when the Series A was focused on building more institutional focused products. Um, and so 
in in total, Luca's raised a little over 100 million in capital to date. Um, we announced our Series D uh, that was led by Soros Fund Management in uh, this past March, um, which is a 53 million round. And um, so we're we're definitely far far past the the very early stages of a startup. Thankfully, we're we're a little over 90 people today as well. Um, and, uh, and, and very excited about some of our partners. We announced uh, a partnership in supporting State Street, um, uh, one of their fund admin businesses uh, last week. Um, we've already announced supporting S&P's crypto indices uh, with our data products, which they've announced the first uh, set of indices that are already live now. Um, and also partnerships with the AICPA, with their, their subsidiary CPA.com, or a preferred partner solution uh, with a software product called Luca Tax for Professionals. Uh, and then lastly, with uh, some of our redistribution partners like IHS Market and uh, Dev Experts um, are both uh, data redistribution partners that we've announced. Very cool. Very cool. State Street's a, a big name. Uh, that's, that's fantastic. So how would how would uh, a partnership like that start where, you know, you, obviously you have a sales team out of that 90 people um, and they would be coming in and basically customizing uh, uh, all of their transactions that are taking place. Is that how it would, how it would work? Yeah. So it's, it's actually pretty simple. You know, one of the, the, uh, the parts of the financial services industry right now that's, that's gaining exposure to crypto very rapidly is the fund ecosystem. And so when these funds go and they, they gain exposure to it and, you know, whether they're doing it in a very simple way, so a private fund or it's something more formal, you know, we see a ton of applications with the SEC that are under review right now for various ETFs and, and other funds related to crypto. But regardless of the scenario, they're calling up the partners that they already trust, you know, so if it's a data provider like an IHS market or, or you know, or, or they're licensing an industry like, like S&P or... Um, or at State Street that's providing fund administrative service services, um, they're looking to add those capabilities from a partner like Luca because the underlying data and the infrastructure that's required is very unique and has to be custom built for crypto assets. And, uh, and so that's where Luca comes in to really just allow them to do what they're already doing, but for crypto assets. And so you know each fund admin that's out there that we are either uh, already supporting or in conversations with are, are doing some things in, in unique ways, but, it, but at the end of the day, it is fund administration services, uh, sometimes combined with, with some type of custody services that are being explored. And those are the two uh, segments of the financial services industry that, that we're most heavily involved in that's moving very, very quickly right now to get into you know, production. Got it. Got it. So changing gears a little bit, you've been in the space for a little while. Uh, you've seen how institutions are getting, gaining exposure to digital assets of all different kinds. What are you excited about? Like what, what do you get up in the morning and you have to check the news <laughs> about that's not necessarily Luca and what you're working on? Yeah. So, you know, this, this answer goes in so many directions, but um, you know, one thing is, I think this is, this is, it's safe to say this is just the beginning. I, you know, I think whatever the biggest uh, milestone or, or event that takes place because of crypto assets and blockchain technology, I don't think we've seen yet. Um, we're, 
when you add so many more participants and, you know, the rest of the world is waking up to it and everybody's racing to do it, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic that that's going to create a lot more innovation and we're going to see a ton more things happen in front of us. Um, and it's going to create very attractive products and, and maybe some efficiencies in other areas, but then, you know, kind of like crypto assets has done to date, it creates a lot more complexities when it comes to some of the, the back office, you know, middle office and back office when it comes to risk calculations, managing risk, um, and, and doing facilitating reporting, right? We're going to have to, um, to adjust whether it's regulations or laws or, or procedures and, and whatnot, um, really across all, all levels. Um, we're going to have to adjust them for, for crypto and all of these developments, but that's a good thing. You know, it's forcing banks to, to modernize their, their technology in a rush, which I think is really exciting to see. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a bunch of other, you know, financial services industries that are developing rapidly here. I mean, we're seeing a lot of movement in the payment space and, and other spaces that I'm looking forward to, to seeing evolve here. Nice. Nice. So what do you think is kind of holding holding us back. I know that a lot of people feel like we're being held back. A lot of people think that we're not. Do you mm -hmm. feel as though there's something, is it regulation or, or how do you see us kind of cracking open the, the 8 billion people <laughs> uh, world to, to crypto? Yeah. I mean, it all just starts with education. Honestly, um, I, I haven't seen too much regulation and I think probably others would say certain things about the, the infrastructure bill news, you know, that's most recent, but, but maybe outside of that, right. We've seen, um, you know, my experience with particularly us regulators or government agencies and whatnot, um, has been very educational and it's more trying to come up with intelligent solutions to, you know, and responses to certain topics. Um, I haven't seen anything that's just totally resisting crypto, thankfully, um, which, which I think is great. So it is, it does, you know, my, my opinion is that it's being embraced and not resisted. Um, and, uh, but I think it is, it's, you know, people have to go in and this comes down all just even to the individual, you know, if you're sitting there and you're involved in crypto and you haven't gone out and, and played with it or bought any, you, you should. I mean, that's how you really wrap your head around how it works and the different benefits. You know, people are intimidated by things like decentralized exchanges. Honestly, it's a lot easier to trade on a decentralized exchange than it is on a regular one. Um, and, and all of them have their pros and cons and, and whatnot. And I think that it's just, it really starts with just learning how all of this works so that we can figure out how we can all benefit from it long-term. Well said, well said. So circling back to Luca, what's next? You guys have raised, you know, hundred million plus. You have these partnerships like State Street rolling out, which are huge. What's what's the next 24 months look like for you guys? So we have a lot more very exciting press releases that are coming up that I'll just tease you with a little bit, but we're um, with a lot of other very big names. Um, so definitely look out for those. Um, our, we're releasing um, new data products very regularly, um, which, which we're also very excited about to help continue to solve some of these different challenges, like, like I mentioned. And, uh, um, and Luca is also, um, you know, we're, we're starting to, to work a lot more with the global footprint, which I think are three of the big, the big uh, areas, um, specific to Luca that, that we're seeing, um, and really looking forward to announcing, you know, all of our 
all of the partnerships that, that we're uh, um, that we're about to announce. So it'll be a yeah. This is going to be an exciting year, not just for Luca, but really for everybody that's been working in crypto. So. Excellent, excellent. Well, those are all the questions I have. Where can people go and learn more about Luca? Yeah, so our uh, our website, uh, luka.tech, it's L-U-K-K-A dot tech. Um, you know, find us on LinkedIn. If you follow us, um, you know, you'll be able to see a lot of these updates and, uh, um, and you can see information about all of our different products and whatnot and ways to contact us there. Excellent, excellent. Well, wherever you guys are listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or even YouTube potentially in the future, <laughs> uh, definitely check all of the show notes. All the links that Richard mentioned will be, or Robert mentioned, will be in the description. And that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for coming on, Robert. Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. It was a pleasure. 